Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, host of the Night Stalker Podcast, Season 5, Episode 41. We're going to be talking about the uh, disappearance of uh, Daniel Reeves, a uh, 25-year-old uh, white male, uh, left his uh, girlfriend's house in the middle of the night and vanished without a trace. That would have been, uh, his disappearance occurred on Saturday, May 3rd, 2008. Uh, him and his uh, girlfriend at the time, uh, or girlfriend, we don't know if he's uh, deceased or not, uh, Sarah uh, Schaefer, uh, were at her house watching TV uh, in Madison, uh, Indiana. Uh, they were both 25. At some point in time, uh, the girlfriend dozed off when she woke up uh, <coughs> shortly after uh, 4 a.m. Uh, Daniel was gone. Uh, his girlfriend checked her uh, cell phone uh, when she woke up and discovered that Daniel had sent her a text at 4, uh, 4 a.m. It was short. message read only, I love you. No explanation about <clears throat> where Daniel had gone and nothing about uh, when he planned to return. Um, obviously somewhat unusual. I mean, um, you know, obviously I've uh, been in a dating relationship. You stay over the house. Um, you have to go to work or something. You get up, you go. But <clears throat> throughout the day, there's some type of phone calls or you know, something like, there's something going on. <clears throat> uh, basically, on uh, two days after, you know, the family becomes concerned. Um, they notify the uh, police. At first, the police didn't think it was much of anything because at that time he was over 18, so he could voluntarily disappear if he wanted to. On uh, May 10th of 2008, <clears throat> a week after his dis he was last seen, uh, investigator lo uh, located his gold uh, Sebring convertible. It had been parked on uh, Green Hills Road in Madison. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Let me see where it is. And the funny thing was, it was found unlocked, his wallet with money in it were in there. Um, the only thing that's credit cards, his ID, the only thing that uh, appeared to be missing were uh, his cell phone and car keys. Well, okay, so we have his ID there, we have money, we have, um, we have credit cards. Uh, so I would probably, at first, I would uh, take out the thought of a robbery because they didn't take anything. They didn't steal a car. <coughs> Excuse me. They didn't take his money. They didn't take his credit card. So, and uh, Daniel's uh, father reported it was uncommon for him to not lock the car. So. I'm saying at this point the 
leaving the car um, was probably uh, probably volunteer voluntary um, which leads me to <clears throat> one of two thoughts uh, the text message I love you was very short um, the money not being taken the wallet found on the front seat uh, I don't know I'm thinking I'm swaying more towards a suicide or I'm disappearing and nobody's going to find me again um, you know we don't know for certain what's in a person's mind people may look happy but be sad people can be rich financially but broke emotionally we don't know um, I would say by him not him usually locking the car by him not locking the car uh, he wanted somebody to find that so he wanted somebody to find the um, his ID and his wallet so that's that's what I'm thinking there um, Indiana State Police got involved um, uh, you know, this is, this, um, they I guess I guess this is somewhere near uh, Clifty Fall State Park uh, search team searched the area calling the park but found no signs of Daniel uh, and, and, it's, and it says here I'm, I'm reading another thing <clears throat> once Daniel's car was found uh, the idea that Daniel had voluntarily disappeared seems slightly less likely I don't know why they would say that um, I don't see I don't see I don't see why they would say that. I mean, you know, nothing for nothing unless... <clears throat> well, why do you leave the house in the first place? Okay, that's my question. Dad early in the morning. You know, that's just... Uh, yeah, I just... Uh, he had a cell phone on him. He had money with him. But it was left in the car. And you know it's 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 funny it says that uh, it was it was later assumed he it was later assumed that he had left uh, Sarah's house well we don't know he could have went to somebody else's house uh, you know uh, <clears throat> the parents claim that he had no uh, suicidal tendencies or thoughts um, at one point, the uh, Kentuckian Crime Stoppers announced that they were offering a $1,000 reward for information leading to Daniel's whereabouts. Um, <clears throat> you know, see, this is another one of the cases, like, I, I don't think it was a robbery. Obviously not, unless the robber or murderer left that behind to uh, deflect what actually happened there, which is also a possibility. Um, <clears throat> and 
basically what it says here is I'm going to give you a contact number in case you do know anything. Um, so we're talking 2008. So we're talking two. Oof, we're talking quite a while ago. So a couple. Let me see. Two decades. Two and a half decades. Um, <clears throat> I'll just read you what they have posted here. Uh, Daniel Reeves was uh, just 25 when he vanished from Madison, Indiana, on uh, May uh, 2020 or 2008. He had no uh, history of medical mental or medical problems and did not exhibit any signs of depression before he went missing. <clears throat> his, he, his family believes that he was a victim of foul play. Daniel had, has blue eyes, brown hair, and at the time of the disappearance, he was 5'11 <clears throat> and weighed 145 pounds. Um, kind of thin. Um, wonder if he had any, you know, addiction problems, maybe. Uh, went out and met the wrong people. <clears throat> he was last seen wearing a light colored t-shirt, uh, tan shorts, and a brown suede sneakers. He may have uh, been wearing a black leather jacket. If you have any information about Daniel, uh, please contact the Indiana State Police uh, area code 812-689-5000. Uh, or the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department, which is uh, area code 812-265-2648. Any, any help would be appreciated in this case. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's hard when somebody just disappears. Um, you know, there's a lot of victims when somebody disappears. Uh, family, friends, in this case his family, his girlfriend, uh, we'll always um, wonder what happened to him. Um, you know, kind of looking at it, and you know, this I I might <clears throat> I might kind of eliminate the suicide because yeah, I think I think I would I think I would get rid of that. Just doesn't just doesn't make sense because if you committed suicide, somebody's going to find your body somewhere. A dead person can't hide themselves. So, um, so we have two choices: either he voluntarily disappeared, or which would have meant, which would have been the reason why he left his ID there, but why he wouldn't have taken the money. So. <clears throat> the voluntary disappearance. I'm going to check that one off the list too. Uh, I want to say the wallet was left there with the money and, and the ID in it is a uh, diversionary uh, diversionary ploy. Uh, he, he probably stopped out somewhere, met the wrong people. He was probably a victim of a homicide. So that's my thought on it. But uh, if anybody has any information, uh, please contact the uh, either the Indiana State Police or Jefferson County uh, Sheriff's Department. And I am Michael C. Bouchard, Sydney Stalker Podcast.